Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, a lot happened. With a daring plan, the heroes snuck onto the trident at dawn, but the Leviathan emerged to stop them. But then, a giant dragon turtle emerged to battle the Leviathan, and the dragon turtle was ridden by Branch the Goblin Druid from way back at the start of the season. And then Sindel, who is a phoenix, went to help. Amidst the chaos, the team got below decks, where they found an injured Bashir, who wasn't quite as much of a jerk as he was before, and gave them a key to the next room. In the next room, there were a bunch of giant venomous snakes in terrariums until they accidentally got let out. Roll initiative! So all the doors of these terrariums fall open and four snakes jump out at you. You are kind of, it's a pretty narrow room. There's not a room to maneuver. So you are all feeling rather surprised by this. Zutala! Blister and barnacle. Oh my goodness. Blah, 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 blah. I'm an octopus. (laughs) 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 Blub, blub, blub. All right, so first one jumps out and attacks Tiburon and only rolled a 10, so Tiburon's cool. Second one jumps out and attacks Branch, who is currently an octopus and only rolled a 11. What's an octopus's AC, Branch? Uh, 11. (laughs) Oh, it's a hit. You are bitten by a giant poisonous snake. You take six damage and make a constitution saving throw. Oh, yikes. 17. All right, you've passed. You are not poisoned. Awesome. Uh, next, snake attacks gravely. That snake rolled a one. The, it, like, goes past you, and it pings its head against the door on the other side. Looks kind of stunned. And finally, last snake goes for Maya. These snakes, unimpressive. Rolled a ten. I'm an AC of 12. Nice. <laughs> for once, I don't take damage. Yes. I am rather squishy. So that was a surprise round. So everybody rolled extremely well in their initiative. This fight might not last long. Uh, XX Bloody Heart rolled a 26 on initiative. What do you want to do? No, oh, snap a, stab a snake. Cool. <laughs> Roll that. Hmm. 20. Hit. Eight damage. It takes lots of damage. It looks damaged, but it is uh, not dead. Uh, bonus action, disengage and hide behind somebody bigger. <laughs> Um, it's pretty narrow quarters, and there's some small people in your vicinity. Your only bigger person to like <laughs> wiggle around would be Tiburon, so you can kind yeah, of I'll, also him. branch. I and guess yeah, you could wrap yourself up in an octopus. <laughs> I'll take. I'll pick up the octopus and throw him on the snake. You get him. I'm a large beast. Even better. You're like a squishy, watery blanket. Ugh. Gravely's turn. Okay. It is it too close quarters for me to shoot an arrow at these snakes? I would say so, yes. All right, Gravely will pull out his short sword and attack twice with the short sword. I'll try to go after the snake that uh, XX already hit. Okay, first. roll the first one. Uh, it's 18 to hit. Hit. Seven points of slashing damage. You sever the snake. It is no more. Second attack. 
short sword. That is a 25 to hit. hit. I don't know why I turned German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then eight points of slashing damage. Mm, nice good wound to that second one. That was the one that like leaped over you and was kind of stunned. Takes a good amount of damage. All right. I'll try to back up a little bit towards the corner <laughs> away from the snakes. And Branch, we rolled initiative, and I thought the snake was in good position, but then Tiburone rolled a 20, and then Branch rolled a 21, and then Gravely rolled a 24, and then XX Bloody Heart rolled a 26. So Branch is up. Zach, I only rolled a six, so you still got me. We might not hear from Maya this round. Yeah, Branch. Uh, Branch as the giant octopus will try to, uh, I, I just want to pick up the snake and try to put him back in the terrarium. He doesn't want to hurt him. <laughs> The injured one or one of the fresh ones? The closest, the one that attacked me. Okay. <laughs> Branch does not want to hurt Snake. Snake goes back in Tarelli. Um, All right, so you can kind of try to gingerly pick up the snake. Uh, maybe roll animal handling for that. Makes sense. Uh, 18. Sure. All right, you're able to, like, lull the snake with your kind of, like, snake-like arms. You can kind of, like, repl- replicate snaky <laughs> movements with your octopus tentacles and uh, set it back gently in the terrarium. Do you want to, like, try to close its terrarium back up? Yes, please. Okay. So you, like, close its terrarium back up, and it doesn't, like, latch. So you have, like, one octopus arm just, like, holding that one closed. But you have other arms available for future turns. Can do. And uh, Tiburon. All right. Uh, how many snakes are left? And now that one's in a terrarium. and One's in a terrarium, one's dead, yep. one's injured, one's fresh. Uh, all right. Which one's closest, the injured or the fresh? It is a small room. So you have uh, an uninjured one and, you know, they're both they're on either side of you. I'll go. I'll go for the injured one first. All right. That is a 14 hit. That will be <laughs> 11 damage. And that snake is no more. Aww. Two down, one contained. You have a tax left and one healthy snake. All right, let's go for the snake. Ooh, a 21. Hit. <laughs> All right, this one is just five. All right, that snake is injured. Now I'll just take the bonus action. Let's go. Oh, 11. Hit. Sweet. Ooh, that's a nine damage. Oh, that snake is no more. I thought, oh, I almost thought the snakes were going to get an actual turn, but they did not <laughs> make it. <laughs> All right. Well, snakes are defeated except for the one that's back in its terrarium. Branch is going to un octopus. Okay. So, Bamf or whatever. <laughs> um,. Uh, do not hurt the snakes, Branch. Uh, the, the snake did nothing to hurt us. It was just released. It is an animal. It does Branch, not know better. It's so good to see you. I'm, I'm glad you're still alive. You're hello, hello, Branch. Hello, hello, hello Maya Hooman. Uh, uh, Branch, uh, uh, thank you once, for, first of all, for helping us defeat the snake creatures that we just ran into. And also, uh, up on the deck, that was... Magnificent the way that you entered. Uh, are, are you a friend of the island that was a t- turtle? Uh, the uh, island, it, it has asked for my help. Uh, Branch has helped to save the creatures on the island so that the uh, uh, island can can go underwater. Wait a minute. Was that oh. Jaka Island? Was that the one that we were on? Yes, same island that, that uh, you left uh, oh. Branch on to protect. 
Ah, that is lovely. We were on a dragon turtle that whole time. Oh, my goodness. I think I might have to make that my next costume. I think I might need to sit down. Oh, um, uh, Branch, this is uh, our associate, XX Bloody Heart. Hello. XX oh, Bloody Heart, this is Branch. He's a... He's a Hi. Hi, Dibalon. We're, we're, we're acquainted, if shortly. You, you, you are friends with the uh, other druid uh, lady woman, yes? Aye. Good. Where is, where is she? Yeah, it's probably not quiet down in the cabin. Like, there's probably, like, cannon fire between the bastion and the side. Plus the, She's back a, on the ship! A battle between the three, the Leviathan and the island turtle. This is happening not too far away, so... You have a good sense the bastion is nearby. <laughs> uh, can uh, can somebody help Branch uh, keep these, uh, the box closed to keep snakes safe? Well, first of all, we, have to, we still have to get through the door, right? It's still closed? Or that was a DM question. The, the, the door is still closed? <laughs> is Yeah, it's still locked. All right, XX, you're up. All right, let's take a look at it and inspect it to see what type of lock we have on our hands. Branch will give guidance. So roll an investigation check with your thieves tools plus the D4 for guidance. That's a natural 20, my friend. 22 total. Oh, maybe. With great artfulness, he's like, oh, apparently there's a trap attached to this. You guys already sprung it, so you knew that. And then also click, 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 and it uh, clicks open and you're confident it's ready to open. All right, let's kill a bad guy. When he disarmed the door uh did it relock the terrarium that the snake is in or am i just still holding it shut that's a good question i'd say with his natural 20 roll if you want him to like reverse the trap mechanism and relock the doors he could probably do that let's say yes i probably also have a lock just have locks yeah that's like having a pocket full of ball bearings why would you do that we lock it somehow all right snakes back in there all right, sorry, sorry, Snake, uh, about your friends. We will let you be here. So the door opens. You see the captain's quarters is in there. You do not see the captain or any humanoids. But in there, it's very, like, neatly kept. There's a corner with a, like, a sleeping area, a nice bed that's all made with fancy sheets. Looks like maybe velvet and satin and nice... Nice stuff up there. All right. There's a a desk area and some planning tools and captain-y kinds of tools, maps and such. And there's like a dressing area with a mannequin that is wearing some fine captainly clothes. It has like a hat and a captain's coat hanging on it. And across from that, there in that corner, there's it looks like it's probably like a standing full-size mirror, but it's covered up with a sheet. And you can also see definitely like the other side of the windows you were going to attempt to break into, but you weren't able to. The like one, like the back wall is mostly these like six inch by six inch windows. So light comes in from there. Well, hey, where's drop off? I feel like I definitely would be very interested in this sheet covered mirror. I want to go look at it. All right. Well, you walk up to that. I go, what is this? Careful, Maya. Uh, So you walk up to the mirror, and there it is. You're kind of in between this mannequin and the mirror that's covered with the sheet. I will use Mage Hand while I'll stand back a little bit from the mirror, like five 
five to six feet if I can and use Mage Hand to remove... Remove. Remove. That's how a cat does it. Uh, <laughs> the sheet from the mirror. The mirror. The meower. Jeez. Yes, I want to do that. Okay, so you step back, kind of clear some space. The mage hand pulls the sheet down, and the sheet sort of falls to the floor. Let's say roll a perception check, Maya. 19! As you do that, the mirror, it looks like it, um, like the sheet falls down to the floor, and the mirror looks like a mirror, but like just you slightly kind of notice like it almost like ripples a little bit. It doesn't, it does something. You just kind of like catch this like glimpse of it being like slightly un mirror like. <gasps> How interesting. Our friends, I think this mirror is a little different. What do you mean different? Be careful. I mean, it's like water glass. It ripples. I think, I think maybe I, I want to touch it. Maya. Please, can I touch the mirror? Would I? Would we seem think that that's a good idea, DM? That sounds like a judgment <laughs> call. <laughs> yeah, that's a you question. Well, hold out. Um, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm curious, what, but how you want to run that? <laughs> um, well, I guess you could roll an inside check. <laughs> 25. That's a, that's a natural 20 plus 5, 25. Oh, mm-hmm. snap. Um, you know everything. Your your natural assumption with a natural 20 insight check would probably be like, looks magical. You have no idea whether it's a good idea or not. But if you're pretty confident drop-off went in here, then a magical kind of mirror might be a potential exit point. Also, you notice with your natural 20 insight check that the mannequin just started to move. Roll initiative. Oh, this is not good. There's a, a wooden human moving. Okay. <laughs> I got another six. Ha. Huh. I got ten. A 22 for the branch. 19 for Gravely. This armor is going to take a swipe at Maya because um, that's kind of its purpose. How did I piss off the armor? You. <laughs> what do you mean how you pissed off the armor? You open the You open the mirror, magic mirror. So we agree that the mirror was a good call? Sure, from a certain perspective. It raises up its greatsword, and it rolls an 18 to hit. That's going to hit Maya. I'm pretty confident. You're going to take 10 slashing damage plus 3 lightning damage. Yeah, that's going to slash right through my 12. (laughs) Mm. Ow! It also raises up its other arm which doesn't seem to have like mannequin in it it's just like the coat and it's going to fire a shocking bolt at uh, XX Bloody Heart and it rolled a 22 holy moly Uh, you're not wearing metal armor so that'll help but 22 will probably still hit ya it shall and you're gonna take 10 lightning damage what does this armor look like it is it is not armor it is um, it is the mannequin wearing Drop off coat and hat. It has like oh. mannequin legs, like a wooden, like a wooden mannequin. It looks like maybe the like base of it is some kind of wood with some like padding material over that, and then the coat and the clothes on top of that. All right, that'll bring us to Branch's turn. All right, so he is not, he's not made of metal. That's unfortunate. I had an idea of what I wanted to do. I will do something. No, else. he's got a metal sword. Oh, does he? Yeah. I will heat that sword using heat metal. Hmm. All right. So Branch casts heat metal 
Yes. And on the sword, which does indeed uh, heat up and does indeed, you see it turn red hot and like the arm of the mannequin does indeed burst into flames and it seems to take some damage, but it doesn't like drop the sword or anything. You're just now being attacked by a flaming sword. What was the damage on that? Uh, it'd be 2d8. Uh, go ahead and roll that. Oh, you know it. It's resistant to cold and to fire, so it'll just be 1d8. I already rolled it, and it would have been six. But uh, the first d8 I rolled we'll just, was four. So <laughs> We'll give you four as opposed to three. The wooden mannequin is resistant to fire. I'm telling you. must be magical. Uh, it also needs to make a saving throw, or it drops the object. Hmm. I'll give you that. Saving throw. What's the saving throw? 16. Constitution. Ooh. It beats it. Dang. All right, so now this thing's arms on fire, but it doesn't seem to be especially bothered by it. Anything else to do, Branch? Go away, wooden woman. All right, Gravely's turn. Gravely's going to hop up on the desk that's in the room and um, make two attacks with my longbow, shooting an arrow or two at it. Okay, roll those. That's going to be... That's pretty good. Um, How about 29 to hit? Hit. Nine points of, since he's on fire, and Gravely would think, uh, well, I don't want anybody to catch on fire, so I'm going to do ice damage. (laughs) So I'll say, like, um, oh, it's cold in here, and and, and he shoots the (laughs) ice damage. So that was nine, and then second attack, 27. Hit. Also nine. I'll just do regular piercing damage. All right, you probably have some standard arrows aside from your elemental ones. It does seem to like similarly slough off a little bit of the cold damage, but the piercing damage does just fine. Stay where I am and I'll yell out. He's immune to elemental stuff, or it doesn't hurt him very much. Just be careful. I am always careful, Gravely. All right, if that's your turn, it's XX Bloody Heart. Yep. Time for a stabbing. It's time for a stabbing. <laughs> I I don't know if sneaking up on it's gonna really do anything. Don't stab kids. Wait, is somebody within is somebody's within melee range of it right? Oh yeah it is. You can get sneak attack for that for sure. Lots of people oh, in melee. It's a 22 to hit my friend. Hit. That's six plus plus sixteen. Um so what was that? Eight plus sixteen, so twenty-four. Dang, twenty-four damage. Ba-cha! So it's going to swing its great sword around. It's going to attack XX Bloody Heart. That's a 25 to hit. That's going to hit XX Bloody Heart. Yeah. And he's going to take 10 slashing and 3 lightning damage. And then it's going to swing around and attack. Who else just attacked it? Maya's still there. So it'll take another shot at Maya. Great. It's rolling good. That's like 20-something, 20 24. Four to hit. It hit. Eight slashing and one lightning. So nine damage to Maya. Ooh. Next up, from behind you in the on the um like below the um, glass, but in the back wall of the ship, like a like a something starts to like burn through it, like a blowtorch kind of effect. And uh, this thing, like, fires through. It's maybe been, like, firing for a little bit already, but it, like, at this moment, like, breaks through and starts to, like, carve out, uh, like, a little little circle. Like, something's trying to cut in from the outside. Oh, now what? Alrighty. Are you in here? 
New person? Yes. So this little like point of blowtorch like lights up in a corner and pretty quickly like carves a little hole and then like the circle falls out and an old friend pops through. It is Soot's turn in initiative. <laughs> what? Thanks. Uh, what is going on in here right now? <laughs> Soot, you are looking at a scene. It is like a standard captain's cabin. Gravely is to your left standing on a desk pointed across the way where there's a bed and there's also like a mirror and there's also a mannequin wearing captain's clothes holding a great sword in an arm that is on fire and it looks like the great sword is red hot and uh, XX Bloody Heart is there. Has Soot met XX Bloody Heart? No. Nope. So a strange rogue dude <laughs> is there <laughs> fighting it. Tiburon is there, and Maya is there, all in the room, and they look very distracted by this uh, mannequin thing that is fighting them. Oh, and also Branch is in the room. Hello, Lizard Woman. And it is your turn. I thought nobody was supposed to be in here. Goblin, you lied to me. Goblin, you lied to me. I, 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 All right. Well, we'll see you later. But no, no, don't. You can't. Oh. Give us a call when you're done. No, get. Suits, my friends. I have missed you. Oh. oh, Maya. Um. Last time I saw you, I was getting impaled in the chest. <laughs> and you fell. Uh, oh, uh, he's gonna cast Raven Feeblement on the mannequin. Ooh. Roll whatever that is, or does it roll? Oh, Constitution saving throw at the at the end of its turn. Uh, so on a so I, I have to roll an attack. Basically, it's just an attack. So I'll roll okay. an attack. That I'm is. just so tickled you're here. Hi, Weston. Hello. Uh, Thirteen to hit. Thirteen to hit. Yeah, that will be a miss. Oof. So the ray kind of shoots off just beside it. But my, I'm I'm so happy to see you. But. I did not expect anybody to be in here. I was just trying to get back at Captain Dropoff. I hate that guy. What are you all... Whatever, just kill the thing. <laughs> Moving on, Tiburon's turn in initiative. Let's take care of this thing first, and, and then we'll talk. Welcome back, little one. Uh, thanks for helping us out. Please don't hit me. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go straight for uh, uh, some slashes at this, uh, at this mannequin. Ah, uh, that's an eight... Eight total will be a miss. All right, let's go for number two. Ten. <laughs> also a miss. <laughs> oh, one more in the hopper. All right, all right. This one's the hot one, baby. Let's do it. Yep, 18. Hey, still a miss. Jeez. What? I'm sorry. Oh, what? man. Clank, clank, clank. It moves like superhuman fast, dodges right around all of those shots. If I went for an additional action, could I try and grapple it? Uh, yes. It is okay. slightly on fire. Yeah, that wouldn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. You could use grapple as an attack, as a, your action. Okay, uh, I'm going to attempt to grapple it then. Grapple rules. Mm-hmm. Ones I should really know. If anybody knows grapple rules better, I believe it's a strength contest. Yes, yeah, it is a contest. Yeah, the target can either use strength or a technically acrobatics. Contest of... Strength. Oh yeah, twenty-three. Ooh, and as a thirteen, it is grappled. 
So you Dark, just come here. Grab onto thing, this thing, its arms on fire. It's shooting lightning out of the other arm, but you're able to like get behind it and pin its arms back a little bit, hold it down, restrict its movement slightly. So you've got it kind of like held back. It can't move around. And that will take us to Maya. Oh. You're pretty close to it. So with uh, um, Tiburone grabbing it, tactically, like you have a sense that you could like back away from it and be out of danger. It's already hit you twice. And then do your thing. So I'll back away. And yeah, I'll just go ahead and uh, we'll Eldritch Blast it. And so that's going to be two beams. Ooh, first one is a nat 20. Nice. So double Uh that up. All right. So first one's a nine and then a five. So 14 on that one. And then second beam is a nine to hit. So I'm going to assume that's probably not a hit. That one will miss. So, hey, look, I did a little bit of a sink. Yay. I'm helping. (laughs) And it's Branch's turn. Top of the order. Cool. You said it didn't look like we were really making much of a dent in this guy, right? No, it's pretty seriously damaged at this point. Like, it's pretty, like, torn up, partially on fire. Uh, Definitely, like, pieces of fluff are sticking out of it. It's not moving quite as fast as it has at the beginning. All right. So, you're making progress. I'm going to hit it with a thorn whip, then. Alrighty. Let's see. So, that's a 21 to hit. Hit. Seven piercing. All right. You strike it with this whip, and that... Cuts across it a little bit, tears up its jacket a little bit. And I, I'm not going to pull it closer to me. Okay, good call. <laughs> Probably the right choice. Is that larger than me? In that you are a small creature, I think it is larger than you. All right, then I'm going to hit it for another. I'm going to use Fury of the Small to mm-hmm. do a little extra damage uh, of eight. Because that's how much my level is. Nice. All right, you do that. That'll do. What is it? Can you read Fury of the Small? That's sure. a good ability. I it's, like, uh, visualize that. It's a, it's a goblin trait. And when you damage a creature with an attack or a spell and the creature's size is larger than yours, you can cause the attack or spell to deal extra damage to the creature. The extra damage equals your level. And then once you use this trait, you can't use it again until you finish a short or long rest. Nice. All right. So Branch strikes it with the Thorn Whip furiously. And it's Gravely's turn. Two arrow attacks, same thing. Uh, no elemental damage this time. 25 to hit. Hit. Uh, so nine points on the first arrow. 25 again to hit. Hit. 20 damage. Ooh. That arrow go- passes all the way through it. It's looking pretty beat up, and it is XX Bloody Heart's turn. What's this guy made of? He's made of wood, right? I mean, uh, you would assume that there's a significant magical component to whatever is animating this thing. So it looks like it's like a wooden mannequin with some like fluff and padding around it and these sugar and spice. (laughs) And somehow, and it is, it is a fire resistant wood. All right, let's stab it. (laughs) Oh no, I rolled a one. Oh. You go to strike elegantly and your arm gets tangled up in your capes and you just sort of like spin awkwardly and stab into the door near it. Attempt to recover in a cool way. doesn't work. It's all good, guys. That will bring us back to the animated mannequin, which is going to be continue to make attacks, although it can't move. It's going to welcome Soot in by shooting a shocking bolt at Soot. It rolled an eight. 
It misses, and it's going to shoot again at Gravely. Oh, it's not in good condition. It rolled a seven. That's going to miss. And then it struggles and tries to pull away from Tiburon, but to no success. And that will bring us to Soot's turn. This thing, whatever it is, Soot is looking pretty darn injured. Uh, Soot is going to look at look at Maya, and Maya might see just a, a little bit of a tear. Oh, no. And he's going to wipe it away real quick, reaches into kind of his, his, his cloak. He's going to kind of uh, pop up next to Gravely, and uh, he's going to point his, his little crooked finger uh, at this creature, and he's going to say... There's a reason that they kept me around. He's going to cast Blight. Ooh. That's a good one. So a con save, uh, DC 16. Ooh, it fails. All right. So it's going to take 8d8 necrotic damage. So it takes 38 necrotic damage. Jeez. As just this necrotic energy shoots from my finger and just kind of engulfs this target. So it's ripping it to shreds. All right, that's going to take it out, so describe the process with Tiburon holding onto it from behind. Tiburon, you might want to let go. This necrotic energy starts just kind of ripping uh, at the stuffing. You can see it almost getting, like, wet and moldy as it's just being kind of disturbed and uh, destroyed. Uh, You can see the wood starting to crack and petrify in certain places, and then it's just stuck there in this kind of odd position just kind of forever. It is now a statue. Freakish, disturbed statue of, of whoa, torture. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you are out of initiative and in this cabin with a possibly magic mirror. Well, you didn't think I was going to stop my studies, did you? Maya! And he's going to run up and give Maya a big hug around her waist. Oh, Sut, oh, thank you. I love your hugs. How are you, my friend? It is good to see you. Oh, I'm so glad you're not dead. Oh, me too. Uh, well, let's do some introductions again. Uh, so this is <laughs> XX Bloody Heart. Hey there. Hi. He's a he's an assassin. He kills people for fun and profit. Doesn't do a very good job of it. And then uh, I, I think you you remember everybody else. So yeah, a lot happened. I, wh- what are you doing on the ship? I thought last I saw you, I, I we were holding back a flood. Right. So that happened, and then there was a. There was a Leviathan, and uh, we fought a couple of Dropoff's men. Dropoff uh, became some sort of Lord of the Sea after he assassinated somebody that came through a portal, and then we snuck on the ship to try to kill Dropoff to get off a, a tiara that he's wearing or something. Oh, I was after the tiara. You, you know how I like to collect things. Yeah, we think that's the source of his power. Oh, I sure hope it is. Anyway, uh, it, it, it's good to see everyone. I'm kind of sad that all of you are here and that Dropoff is not. Where is he? What's going on? I think he's in the mirror. Is I'm he? going to touch it, and I'm Wait. going to touch the mirror. I'll I put my hand in it. So you touch the mirror, and sure enough, your hand passes right into it. Look, I'm going in the mirror. I go inside. Wait, nope. my... Uh, well... Uh, she is uh, impulsive. Yes, she is, and I run in after her. Uh, oh, what? Now we're just running into... Oh. Gracious, and he's gonna so it's gonna jump in. Yeah, okay, and Branch goes. Well, all right, I'm gonna wipe off whatever moldy stuff came off that uh, mannequin and uh, head on in. <laughs> Nobody wants to take a break first, get some hit dice or anything. Okay, here we go. Jesus. <laughs> all right, so you all pass through into this mirror. It's pretty dark. Things are 
pretty wet. Things are dripping. The ground has various puddles on it, but you're not underwater. Can we hear, like, the sounds of the battle that were going on before, or is that soundscape sort of, like, not present in either of these rooms? You do not hear any sounds of the battle whatsoever. Okay. It's very quiet. A little bit. Occasionally you hear sloshing sounds. Flat ground. The mirror is behind you, and it still looks like a mirror. This is kind of like the other side of it. And the the ceiling over your heads is kind of arched. There's, like, not really a distinction between walls and ceilings. The whole thing is kind of, like, curved to, like, a seam that runs across the top. There is one creature in the room there with you. It is uh, one of the armored, watery soldiers that you've seen around. It kind of looks like a water elemental wearing armor a little bit now that you're looking up close. And uh, it looks very surprised. So uh, Maya was in first. I'll just kind of like give you initiative order. We went in Maya, Gravely, Soot, Branch, Tiburon, XX. So I'll give Maya the first like reaction. Hey, D- DM. Oh, yeah. Gravely, his greater favorite enemy, one of them is... <laughs> is elementals because yes. I studied up on them after the first portal. So would I know for sure if that's an elemental? Yes. Yeah, you would know that this is for sure a some type of water elemental. It's wearing mar- ar- armor on top of its sort of like watery form and it's also holding kind of a spiked looking trident. And it doesn't quite have a face. It's all kind of like made of water, but like it's still like its body language is definitely saying like, ooh, I was not expecting this. Can I do a perception check or something like it's not drop off like in an elemental form? Uh, Yeah, roll a perception check. Sure. Uh, that's a 10. You don't quite know how elementals work, but you're you have no sense that that's drop off in an elemental form. You've seen a lot of these other kind of like troops, so like you wouldn't necessarily assume it's not just another one of these troops that have been yeah. coming in and out. I'm going to first of all say, hello! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast Dissonant Whispers. Why not? Let's get crazy and say, mm-hmm. you are here, you are probably someone that was trying to hurt us and that means I have to attack you! And uh, I will say, you look like you wet yourself. And <laughs> Uh, they have to they have to make a wisdom save. Alrighty. You look like you wet yourself. You look like you wet yourself. You look like you wet yourself. You Actually, like it's like kind of melodic, so it's more like you look like you wet yourself. You look like you wet yourself. You, but it's like discordant, so it's got to be like a little like off key, like you look like you wet yourself. That would make me run. <laughs> what's what's he rolled? He rolled a fifteen. What's he against? Ah, my DC sixteen. Nice. Dope. Okay, so that means three D six psychic damage. So that's going to take seven psychic damage. Not a great damage roll, but oh well. And it must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. <laughs> so. The surface of its like watery skin kind of like changes in complexion a little bit, which uh, you could interpret as like maybe it's embarrassed. Maybe that's water looking embarrassed. I don't know. And then it turns around and uh, goes out a door. So there's a door right in the middle of this room that you're facing and uh, it like approaches this door and it actually kind of like walks right through it. 
you wouldn't notice it as first as like not just like part of a wall, but as it walks right through it, it kind of like ripples as if it's as the door has some sort of watery quality. And it and now you're in this room alone. Well, good. That was easy. <laughs> we win. Uh, I'm gonna cast mage armor on myself. I guess we're pushing forward then. Let's let's press on and see if we can follow that thing and maybe you know find a, a trail and maybe that'll lead us to drop off. I'd like to try to see if I can see any tracks or or see if I see any kind of sign of drop off footprints or or things you might have left behind or I don't know something. Do a roll for that. <laughs> a roll. Investigation. Survival? I mean, tracks would be survival, but you could also roll perception or investigation. But. I'll roll. I'll roll survival. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, I mean, the floor is kind of like there's puddles of what you're pretty sure is seawater, and it's a little bit squishy on the floor. And you can see what looks like a lot of people have probably walked through here, moved through here. The tracks of the water elemental are kind of just like watery; it doesn't really have feet per se. But you can see a few tracks that look pretty fresh, and at least one of them, you can get a good imprint of what looks like could be Dropoff's boot. Also, kind of in kind of like surveying this kind of like weird-shaped room, you have kind of a sense that it's a little bit like a ship that's upside down. I think I might have got a, a lead on where Dropoff went, and does anybody else notice that we're, we're sort of in an inverted vessel of some kind? Yeah, uh, it looks like uh, those of old churches they they used to they, they knew how to build boats so they used their boat knowledge to build churches and and uh, halls and, and different things and this looked very similar all right well be on your guard and uh so is is that um door that they that the elemental went through is that the only door that's leading out of this room that we're in besides the mirror yes all right is it locked well, it kind of looks like a wall that you just like noticed when the thing went through it is kind of watery, so you'd have to test it out. But it moved kind of similarly to the way the mirror moved when Maya touched it, so you figure there's a decent chance that you could walk right through it similarly. Well, uh, we should probably get some kind of like marching order. Maya, I'm going to hold on to Maya's hand. Please don't go in first. <laughs> okay, I wait. XX, can you just check the door to, just to make sure? Let's do it. You go up and uh, inspect. Roll that investigation. Oh, a three. <laughs> um, I don't know. It looks pretty good to me, dog. <laughs> you like try to touch it real gently and it like super ripples <laughs> like a lot. Mm. It just wasn't very stealthy. You're pretty. You are fairly confident you could get through it because you're like finger went into it. But like. You're not at all confident that anything on the other side isn't like very alerted to your presence. Also, this creature just went through it and it saw you, so that might not be an issue. Cover me, and I uh, gravely goes in first. Well, it was nice knowing gravely. Gravely is through. He passes through easily. It ripples. <laughs> blue, blue. Uh, okay. Uh, I begrudgingly go through the portal quickly. So it passes through. I will go next. Maya passes through. What else we got? Again, nobody wants to rest. Nobody wants to take a break and get some HP back. All right. We're come on, XX. Right let's go. To All right. Here through. we go. Let's go. And Branch is by himself. Branch will go. What are we going to do? Hey. <laughs> now We already burned that title, so we can't make mm-hmm. that pun anymore. Thank goodness. <laughs> 
Hello, Knights of the World Table. So, we are surging towards our Season 3 finale. This will be the penultimate episode, second to last. So, two weeks from now will be our Season 3 finale. And sometime after that, we're, we're going to do kind of a Season 3 wrap-up discussion episode like we've done before. So, if you have any questions, comments, or favorite moments from Season 3 or anything in the podcast, questions for us as players, questions about the podcast, questions about the story or anything you want to share with us please let us know and we will actually discuss it on that uh, season three wrap-up episode that will happen after the season finale so you can send us questions however you like you can email knights of the rolled table at gmail.com you can send a question on twitter at rolled table or you can join us on our knights of the rolled table discord we would love to hear from you anything at all you have to say and we'd love to um, cover a few of those questions and read a few of those comments on our wrap-up. Schedule-wise, like I said, two weeks from now will be our season finale. Welcome back, Soot Weston Gardner, to the podcast. So just like last week, we had a little mini bonus episode for Branch. This coming week before the season finale, we're going to drop another bonus episode, a very short episode about Soot and what he's been up since the destruction of Giaka. And then after that, uh, before season four, we are going to have uh, a few little surprises that I'm very excited about. We are about to record a one-shot that follows Jarek and Sarsa on their sudden adventure to go find Jarek's father. And Chris is going to be DMing that, and we have some special guests that I am very, very excited about. So you can look forward to that and many other adventures before we dive into season four. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening and supporting, for rating, for sharing with your friends, for sending us your questions. Um, As always, check out Arcane Anthems for Weston's music that's featured on the podcast. You can go to his Patreon and access his publicly available music if you want to use that in your games or your podcasts. If you're a comic book fan or you want to be, definitely check out Chris's new podcast that he has with Lance from the Geekly Grind called Comic Book Keepers. That's been a lot of fun. In each episode, they cover a new character or villain or team from comic books. And finally, take care of yourself and take care of each other and make life an adventure. So you see this room similarly is kind of like flat on the floor and arched over the top like it's the the next section of an inverted boat. It's a pretty big room. It's probably like 30 foot to there's like a plank down the center of it. There's water on both sides of that plank. It doesn't look terribly deep. You can kind of see some woodwork through some of it. This room is lit by some bioluminescent algae that is both kind of in the water and along the planks of the hull of what definitely seems like a ship. Please nobody talk to it. (laughs) On the far end of uh, this plank, there's another kind of door that is, um, you can tell there's a door there because it's shimmering in a similar way that it shimmered when the, the other soldier went through it. But there are some creatures in this room who are all staring at you. Gravely's uh, elemental (laughs) senses tingling very loud. There seems to be a big water elemental back there in the corner. There's these two kind of more snaky, watery things sticking out 
of the water looking at you. And then there's, it's more of a humanoid creature, but it has some tentacles hanging off of its face. It looks partially squid-like kind of humanoid. And this creature looks at you and casts some sort of a spell. Can I try to talk to to talk to them first? You can try to talk to it as it attempts a spell. All right. Gravely uh, will look at the elementals and say in primordial, because I've studied that, because that's what they speak. Aquan dialect. Uh, he'll say, uh, hello. Because <laughs> <laughs> it works for Maya. So <laughs> but all you hear Gravely say is, Bon <laughs> Um And he says, we are here to stop the captain, who I'm sure is not treating you fairly, you know, with workers' wages and everything. And if you tell us where he is, um, we'd be much appreciative. Thank you. Oh, Gravely. All right. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, that's a four. Ooh. Minus one is three. Ugh. So yeah. my prim- primordial is a little choppy. Well, so you for sure, if you've studied a dialect of primordial, it's probably the like fiery one. And so like there's some crossover with whatever the watery version is. Water primordials do- definitely don't naturally like fire primordials, but they can roughly understand you and they are unconvinced. This thing reaches out, casts a spell and squirming ebony tentacles fill a 20 foot square on ground. Uh, all around you. Cool. These tentacles turn the ground and the area into difficult ter- terrain. You are all in this area. You will have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Everybody roll that. I'm really good at that, actually. And I rolled a natural one. I got a nat one as well for a total of two. For a total of five. Mm, seven. Branch rolls in 19. Well, these dice, I'm just going to throw in the trash. <laughs> 24. Tiburon got a 10. Oh, dear. Sit fails. Maya fails. Did anybody else fail that 14 check? Uh, Tiburon fails. All right. And Jeff. Oh. <laughs> Jeff. And Jeff. XX is fine, but Jeff got trapped. I, I feel attacked here. So you're all going to take eight bludgeoning damage from these tentacles, and you are restrained until the spell ends. Just the people who failed? Yes. Okay. The rest of you, you are in difficult terrain, so your movement will be halved while you're in this, like, field of Evard's black tentacles. Blech. Don't Google that. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that happens is this room very rapidly starts to fill up with water. Uh Uh-oh. And as it does that, the the water elemental and the two snaky watery creatures start to become invisible because they're more or less made of water. So that's concerning. So it pretty quickly fills up. You know, it's filling up a couple of feet a second, and it is Gravely's turn. Okay. (laughs) So the room is filling up with water. The elementals are gone? They're disappeared? They're just, as the water covers them up, you lose the ability to see them. It's kind of like if you dropped a contact in the toilet, like you'd stop seeing the contact. (laughs) Exactly. Do, do I see any of the bad guy, like the guy with the tentacles on his face? Do I see him? Yeah, he's not disappearing. He's just a regular person who's being covered with water. All of you do have active water breathing on you, except for Soot. And I don't believe Branch does either. Uh, yep, that's true. 
Brands are just an octopus. At the moment, you can still see these elementals gravely, but uh, you definitely have a sense that in a second you won't. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the guy with the tentacles. Who? Okay. And then I'm going to shoot him with an with two arrows. Fifteen. Hit. Oh. Nine points of let's say lightning damage. Uh, twenty-three. Hit. Eleven. Also lightning. Plus an additional seven for both Hunter's Mark. Dang. All right. So he is um, shot squarely by each of those arrows, and they both seem to disrupt his concentration significantly, and the black tentacles all around restraining your friends fall away, shrink back. All of you are free. Nicely done. Next up is Soot. I'm going to yell out, get that jerk! (laughs) Uh, So the tentacles are gone. Yeah. Soot is going to reach out his finger and a ghostly skeletal hand uh, will jet forth uh, at the tentacle creature. He's going to cast Chill Touch. Uh, Nobody's within five feet of that creature yet, right? No. Okay. 20 to hit. Hit. Uh, Nine points of necrotic damage as this uh, finger jets out at him, and then it clings to him. doesn't do anything, but it's clinging to him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, As a free action, can I put my bubble pearl on my head? Yes, you may. Bloop pop that on and then i'm gonna try and get like away from the the rest of the group i'm gonna try and not towards the enemies but like off to the side of of the room off to the side of the room is going to take you a little bit down into this water which doesn't necessarily really matter because the water is rising that's totally fine you can do that with your um bubble on your head but your chill touch um like grabs onto this thing and like kind of grabs him right where the arrows hit him and he collapses. He drops down and away. If you want to describe that a little bit, you can. Oh, oh, uh, wow. You're really, uh, that didn't, I wasn't expecting him to go down that easy, everyone. That was silly. Wow. That was so pathetic. We still need to find Captain Zwapoff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, there's these invisible creatures. Oh, yeah. Maya's turn. Well, so I can't see either of these things, right? You can right at the moment. Um, the snaky creatures are pretty much invisible, but you can see kind of like the top head of the of the um, water elemental. How big is the area that they would both be in? The whole like cabin you're in is about, I'd say this room is roughly square. It's about 30 feet wide, 30 feet deep. All of them are within, would say like a 20 by 20 foot area. It's almost like you read my mind. Uh-oh. Cool, well, I'm gonna do fairy fire and try and see if I can outline this thing. Uh, specifically, if I can, like, maneuver the cube so that it doesn't hit the majority of my party members, that would be great. I would say because Gravely went in first, it might, uh, we'll include Gravely in this, but everybody else behind you and Soot kind of dodged out of the way, so. Cool. So, yeah, I'll cast Fairy Fire and be like, light it up! You're going to go Violet? Is that your standard, or you have a choice? Uh, you know what? Let's get crazy. Let's do, uh... Let's do green. Nice. Am I making a deck save? Yeah, too? Gravely make a deck save. Gonna be against 16, I believe. I'm sorry, Gravely! Rolled a four plus seven. Uh, so that's 11. Now you're green. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're green. Oh, I'm a little more greener than usual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the snaky things lights up. Two of the snaky things lights up. And the water elemental too lights up. So as the water continues to cover these things up and they're starting to disappear from your vision, they all their forms light back up. 
um, in this green light that's eerily moving about in the water. However, as the water kind of like covers up over your head, water combat means you have disadvantage on attacks unless you have certain weapons. I have it for you, Zach, if you want it. Yeah, can you read the rules for underwater combat? Underwater combat. When making a melee attack, uh, melee weapon attack, a creature that does not have a swimming speed has disadvantage on attack rolls unless the weapon is a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident. So get those out. So ranged weapon attacks automatically miss a target if it's beyond the normal range of, uh, of a ranged weapon. Uh, even if they're within normal range, attack rolls have disadvantage. And then creatures and objects that are fully immersed in water have resistance to fire damage because they're underwater. Checks out. Did it say spears and tridents? Crossbows, nets, or a weapon that is thrown like a javelin, a.k.a. a spear, a trident, or a dart. One of the great mysteries of D&D is that spears and tridents have the absolute identical stats, and there's just absolutely nothing between them, except spears cost like 10 silver, and tridents cost like 4 gold. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, it's for undersea. Nope, nope, nope. it's not even for undersea nope. stuff. <laughs> spears can do the same thing. Just for yeah. that cool, cool. So, Gravely, your lay range is limited, but um, that's not really a problem in this relatively small Smart. room. Attacks are going to have disadvantage. From now on, or did, what the one that no. I did before? As uh, no, because you, were you weren't submerged yet before, so that was fine. From now on, mm. your attacks are at disadvantage. Rules lawyer! One of these sneaky creatures, which is now suddenly visible, as is Gravely, is going oh, to wriggle up to him and attempt to constrict him. Ah, I don't like snake people. <laughs> no offense to you, sir. Well, madam. You recognize this at close range as a water weird. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> Correct. And it is going to constrict you. It rolled 16, an attack roll. Yeah, that hits. So you'll take 11 bludgeoning damage and you're grappled. Oh. So you feel it like wraps itself around you and tightens down and you feel water pressure crushing down upon you. Oh, and that'll bring us to Tiburon. We're wholly submerged, right? Yeah, it, the water's like just starting to go over your head. What's closest to us? The other water weird would be closest to you, and the elemental is closing in beyond them. All right, I'm going to go straight for the water weird that's closest to me. All righty. All right, that is a 12. Miss. Ah, all right, let's go again. Ah, much better. That's a 19. Hit. 11 damage. Unsurprisingly, a sword sword is a little bit hampered in uh, an attack on this creature. It gets you some magical weapons, but uh, it still cuts them. You can see... Actually, you know what? Uh, you all have advantage on these attacks, right? Because of the fairy fire. So that's basically just going to negate the disadvantage of being underwater. But the short sword doesn't have disadvantage, so you do have advantage on all these attacks because this creature is lit up. Will that redo the first one? Uh, Sure. Uh, seven. <laughs> so, yeah, that first one still missed. All right. <laughs> still a miss. Roll the second one just to see if you crit. Uh, no, it was a 20, but not a nat 20. Oh, all right. So it takes some damage, and then you can make your offhand with just no disadvantage, just regular attack. Okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got a one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So this is that was a clutch fairy fire for sure. Um, Yay, I helped. Yay, good call. It's now this water weird's turn. It is angry, slightly injured, and it will attempt to constrict Tiburon. 
rolled a 15. Uh, miss. Yeah, not gonna happen. <laughs> you dodge around it, nimble underwater as you are. And now bring us to XX Bloody Heart. All right, first thing, I'm gonna go ahead and take a drink of my potion of healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, feeling happy with 12 more health. You quickly, like, swallowed that potion right before you're underwater, and drinking a potion would be very complicated. <laughs> Just, like, get it gulped down. Yes. And then uh, you're going. That would be weird. Yeah, so right before. And then, um, I guess stabbing time. What's around that I can stab? There's a weird constricting gravely. There's one that Tiburon is oh, fighting, yeah, but is one. not constricting him, and an elemental beyond that. So attack the one attacking yeah, gravely. Yeah, on gravely. Yep. Ooh, 21 to hit. Hit. Right. Five damage. Does that count for some uh, sneak or what? He's within five feet. Yeah, you have an ally. You get that. Plus 14. Good old. So it continues to hold on to Gravely, but it takes a significant amount of damage for that. Cunning action. Uh, I'll just... Uh, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Billow my cloaks underwater. <laughs> Man, it's Branch's turn. Branch, you cannot currently breathe underwater, and uh, that is where you are. Branch is going to cast Conjure Animals um, out oh boy. in the range uh, where the the glowy elementals are. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and do eight uh, giant frogs. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Zach. Okay. <laughs> You're going to have to help me track this. Yep, no problem. I got so a whiteboard right next to me. <laughs> giant frogs are on the scene, and they just, like, do what you say? Yeah, they follow my verbal actions. All righty. Uh, they get their own initiative roll as a group. Okay. Roll frog initiative. Six. Mm, all right. We didn't roll initiative for you guys. It was just the way you walked through. We'll say they go next right after you. Branch will say, hey, get the, uh, get, get the elemental creatures attack them save my friends and then uh branch will turn into a polar bear <laughs> seems legit <laughs> because of course he does because he's drowning I... so he turns into a breathing animal yep cool polar bears can hold their breath quite yep. <laughs> and they and they can swim all right so do you have an action left no you used your action to cast and then you used your bonus action to change so i guess that makes it um frog's turn yep what shall they do? They're all probably drop right down there all around this water elemental, which looks fairly surprised by that. They just boop, 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 boop. They're going to attack. So then, uh, yeah, so we're going to go after the, the water elemental then. Um, and and uh, they're going to bite him. Alrighty. Do you want me just to roll a bunch of those? <laughs> Let's just roll one. Roll eight d20s. Oh, I got a 20. Well, I got there a 17 go. plus three is 20. So that's going to be eight hits. Roll that. I'm going to roll individually. Do whatever is most expedient. <laughs> I don't want to hear you roll for eight frogs. Just <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do do one attack times eight. All right. So I got six times eight is uh, 48. What? All right. This just, this just gets frog bit from eight different directions all over it. And it looks uh, very frustrated. You know what? They'd have a... Advantage. Well, frogs have a swim speed, right? Yeah, they do. Yep. So they're not inhibited. So roll a second one just to see if they crit. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they oh did? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. No. <laughs> so you said it. I pushed the button and it was all critical. <laughs> Up to it. Oh, oh there's the title. Um, they got to make him croak. So what did you say? That was 48 times 2? Yeah. 
that's that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. 96? That's damage. 96. 96 damage. Dear Lord! Here, here's <laughs> you definitely should have had him roll eight times. That is for sure. <laughs> oh, man. No time for that. So uh, this formerly imposing water <laughs> elemental With gets bit a lot. It's And uh, it is suddenly very messed up. Very, very messed up, but still, like, functional. Branch is a polar bear. Yep, and uh, the frogs will just hang out by that guy, waiting for their next turn. So the water elemental will then attack some frogs, I guess. Gonna slam them, so it will attack frog number one. A 16 to frog AC. That'll hit. And it'll do 13 bludgeoning damage. He croaks. Nope. What? (laughs) He he is very, very bloody, but he's not. They have 18 hit points. Oh. Oh. Oh my god, these frogs are going to live another turn. Wow. <laughs> it's going to attack a different frog, um, but it rolled a one, so it's going to miss. That's the <laughs> elemental's turn. Jeez, Gosh, these frogs. And that will bring us back to Gravely. Oh my goodness. Am I still grappled? Yes, you make a saving throw to try to get out of that, I believe. So we'd have to use his action to get ungrappled. Yeah. So you can attack from there. You just can't move, or you could use your action to try to get out of it. You use my action to attack it? Yes. Probably not your bow. You could pull your short sword out and stab it. I'll do that. I'll pull out my short sword and try to attack it. Roll those. All right. uh, That's 25. It. 10 damage. It is injured, and you cast Hunter's Mark. I think you cast it on the priest, maybe, but you can move it with a bonus action. So I'll, I'll use a bonus action if it's okay to move the Hunter's Mark to this current thing that's holding me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second attack was a, a 19. It. So it was 13 uh, thirteen damage for the first one, and then the second one is 21 damage. Alright, so you um, cut this thing twice quickly with the short sword. It is uh, cut apart, very messed up. You allow it to continue to constrict you. It looks very, very... <laughs> it looks injured and however a watery creature. You can kind of see some like slightly oozy, <laughs> oozy liquid that doesn't look quite like water, regular water coming out of it. It looks a little bit sluggish. It's in trouble, but still active. Gross. So it is Sit's turn. All right, Sit is going to uh, swim within uh, 10 feet of Gravely. And he's going to cast Poison Spray at the Water Weird. He has to make a constitution saving throw. Is, is you, are you able to avoid Gravely with that? Yeah, it just says extreme, send your hand towards a creature. It's not a airy AoE. Con save is four. Four? It's going to take 2d12 uh, damage. But you know what? Water Weirds. Oh. Immune to poison. <gasps> Dang it. That's a bummer. Okay, well, oh, then snap. nothing happens to it. It just gets sucked into the water. <laughs> what the... All right, you spray this thing down with poison, and it it just kind of looks at you. If a water weird could laugh, it laughs. Do they have a language? They do have a language. So it actually says to Soot, you just hear like watery gurgles through the water, but Gravely would actually understand. Like, you cannot poison me, fool land creature. Uh, Stuart, he said that didn't work. <laughs> I can see that bravely. And that's going to be my turn. Alrighty. Maya. Hey. You are concentrating on fairy fire, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's your turn. What's closest to me? I think you're probably kind of right in the middle. You got Gravely's Water Weird on the right and Tiburon fighting with the other one on the left. And directly in front of you, a bunch of frogs have the elemental 
definitely handled. Uh, I'll go for the one that Gravely's attacking, and I'll just Eldritch Blast that sucker. If the elemental tried to move towards you, it would get uh, seven uh, opportunity attacks by frogs. Eight opportunity attacks by frogs. So it's probably cool. there. So uh, I'm pretty good. Go ahead and roll that. So first beam is a 20 to hit. That's going to hit. Roll damage. Seven damage. Boom. It is destroyed. It like releases gravely and then just like whoosh, evaporates kind of like ah! into the water. You see the green... Uh, light kind of like disperse around it, it and then rest. it's gone. Thanks, Maya. Okay. I got one more beam and I'll throw that on the other one. Roll it. That's a 22 to hit. Hit. And that's two damage. Can't all be winners, you guys. It is mildly annoyed. Yes. <laughs> that's all I, uh, but I'm maintaining my focus on my fairy fire, so that's good. It is mildly annoyed, so it's Tiburon's turn. All right, let's go for some slashy slashy here. I got oh, that's a nat 20, baby. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So you're going to roll your damage, and you're going to double up all the dice rolls. We are critting tonight. Got it. That'll be 10 damage. All righty. Other attack. Oh, 18. Hit. Yeah. Eight. Eight damage. Nice. Use that offhand scimitar. Yeah, yeah. And this one's just one roll, correct? Yeah. 13. Does that hit? That will hit. Sweet. All right. That is 12 damage. All right. This one's looking pretty messed up, and it's going to attempt to constrict you again. So it surges around you. Oh, this is a good roll. It rolled a 24. So it's got me. It's going to wrap around you. It is going to do 11 bludgeoning damage. And you are now the grappled one. It is you who are the grappled one. And it's XX Bloody Heart's turn. Let's free our friend. Let go of him. I'll stab the one uh, holding gravely. The one holding gravely is done. There's one holding Tiburon. What? All right. (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. (laughs) Uh, then I got nothing to do. Uh, I will do nothing. I will attempt to drink another potion. Oh, I spilled it. <laughs> oh, like this become the water. Everybody heals one point. Uh, it, uh, it'd be like it it'd be like astronauts eating in space. You just like release it and then try yeah. to like swallow the little globules. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you have to displace all the air that you would. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Suck it in through your gills. Yeah, let's attack the one on uh, Tibby. So you're going to roll with advantage because it is very fired. Then 26 it is. Thank goodness for that. Hit it with a sneak attack. 23 total. Uh, That sneak attack slashes it apart and it similarly disperses into the the water, watery atmosphere. Two weirds down. It's just the water elemental, which is surrounded with frogs, and it is Branch's turn. Okay, Branch will, uh, as a polar bear, he will swim to the uh, elemental and attack. Okay, roll an attack. All right, so it's a multi-attack because I'm a bear. Uh, I'll go with the bite first. Bite is a 20 to hit. Hit. And then that's 13 damage. Uh, It is damaged. It's still just hanging on by a drop. All right, then I will, uh, then Branch will claw at it. 25 to hit. Hit. Nine damage. Describe your victory. 
Yeah. With a mighty swipe of his paws, Branch does uh, rend the water elemental into multiple pieces and it, it, it dissipates. And it's All dead. right. There you are. This room is uh, underwater. There are no further threats. There's a bunch of... What's the situation with the frogs now? How long are those around? An hour or until I lose concentration. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) An hour. (laughs) Or until I lose concentration, which is quite likely to happen. As a polar bear. Hey, this is Chris and Lance asking you to check out our new podcast, Comic Book Keepers. Join us as we delve deep into comic lore to uncover the history behind a wide variety of comic book characters. Doesn't make sense, but it sounds awesome. (laughs) It's comic physics. Each episode will feature one hero, villain, team or ensemble and break down what makes these heroes super. We'll give you recommendations on what storylines to read. If you're going to read one Joker story, this might be it. Explain how characters were created. And the publisher said it was the worst thing he had ever heard. Discuss adaptations, costumes, and answer comic fandom's what-if questions. If we were to make a new turtle, what would they look like? And of course, the important question, what color would their headband be? Yeah, and spoiler alert, these conversations can get pretty nerdy. He can't die. He's basically Highlander that can fly, you know, with like huge muscles. And he's been around so long and he was Abraham Lincoln. He was like, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> this is Comic Book Keepers.